This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Leeds Up podcast. My name's Rocco and today I'm delighted to be joined by Robert Endicott. Hiya, Robert. Hello there, Rocco. You okay? I'm very well. How are you doing? Yeah, not bad, thanks. Not bad. Getting over the football season. Yeah, well, that's the thing. We're here to discuss happier times in the form of your fantastic new book, Marcelo On Together. But maybe before we get into that, we'll get the bad stuff out of the way. How are you? How are you feeling after relegation? Yeah, I'm getting back to normal, if, if you can ever call me normal. Yeah, I was really down, actually, I must admit. I just seemed to be, for con- conclusion, were too long, but for some strange reason, I, I kept optimistic until really the West Ham game, and then and just, yeah, they collapsed. The letters down badly, and yeah, it, it hit it hit me pretty badly, like with most Leeds fans. I thought I'd know better, but no, it's still... Still hurt, but then I'm looking. I am genuinely looking forward to the championship now. I won't miss the Premier League that much, but then again, obviously, I'd rather be in it than not. But uh, so much was uh, just not really enjoyable ever since you know the great man. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I was the same. I, I felt. I think I felt worse than in 2004, to be honest. But I think then I was like quite young and naive, and like probably you know just expect like excited about going back up. Whereas now it's all a bit more, you know, having had that struggle to then go down straight, well, three years, I suppose, isn't, isn't as bad as some clubs, but for Leeds, it's not good enough, is it? That's true. It's, uh, well, I do remember, I rem- uh, the worst time for me really was 82. I mean, you weren't even alive then. But uh, yeah, that was horrendous. Yeah, for various reasons, including being a 17-year-old, which, you know, when you've got passions in life, we're talking extreme passions almost. So football, Leeds United was an extreme passion, as was music, as was, you know, the, the girls. And uh, yeah, everything went wrong in 1982. Every bloody thing went wrong for me in 1982. And the highlight was probably seeing Queen at Ellen Road. And the low light was 
watching Leeds get relegated down at West Brom. And I got arrested as well. <laughs> Something very trivial, I, I might add, but yeah, horrendous. And I was at school. And I think I genuinely think I probably got depressed as a 17 year old. So I was like Morrissey, but without the good hair. And I just miserable all the time. Well, yeah. I mean- Last, last time we interviewed you, we sort of went into your, your author background, but we never really went into your, your lead supporting background. So like, when when did you start supporting the club and you did you just catch the end of the Revy times then? Oh, here we go, Rocco. It's Revy. Oh, sorry. I always Come on, you promised me. And I know, and I know it's, it's, it's disrespectful. I just can't get used to it. Well, Revy, it Revy times, I'll, I'll, I'll do better. Well, let's be fair, mate. It's not a criticism of anybody. The majority of Leeds players, I, I was called on uh, Revy, rather than Revy. But anyway, that's another story, another lesson, which I can't be bothered with again. But yeah, well, I was very lucky. I was born in 65 and my dad was an ardent Leeds fan anyway. And then around 1970, he got on to working at the club on the ground staff down at Ellen Road. So uh, Obviously, from then on, you know, I couldn't not be a Leeds fan, but I already was. I mean, that's, that's pretty obvious when you brought up in it. You know, I, I live maybe a mile away from Ellen Road as well. So every time I went to a game, it was walking down. And, and that hasn't really changed for, well, what, 1970, so just over 50 years, really. When people say they remember the first game, I haven't got a bloody clue what my first game was. I really, you know, I, I probably was four. Probably not taking much notice of the football on the pitch, even though it would have been brilliant. Because, you know, I was only four, so I don't remember. I, I vividly remember early 70s matches, but I suppose officially as a supporter, bear in mind I used to get in for nothing with my dad on match days because he was working. So I had to go down and just, well, be with him really. And then he just used to dump me in in a little area for the staff, etc. in the West Stand at first and then, I grew up a little bit and went in the cop for many years. And then my dad retired in about 96, uh, but I'd already started paying for my own tickets anyway by then. So, yeah, it just doesn't leave you. But I mean, I was lucky because it was the Riviera and, you know, everything was fantastic about the club. Football was fantastic in those days. And it was easy to follow them because really no one else in Leeds anyway. But we were the best team in the land, weren't we? And you know, so like I say, genuinely lucky. The pay for my dad was pathetic. He had he had the bonuses of match tickets and working for a man who he absolutely loved, Don Revy, and and most of the players were fantastic as well. So it's just, yeah, I was lucky. I was lucky, even though you know we were born. Sorry, we, I was brought up. You know, with not a lot of money in the house, etc. But you know, you don't complain. It's just had some great times as well. You know, so that's how it started. And yeah. yeah even when the club started in decline from really when Revy left, then, yeah, you've got to stick with them, haven't you? You know, it's just just how it is. And then, obviously, I grew up a little bit more, got into beer and got into the away matches as well. And, yeah, I just really enjoyed it. And there's people, unbelievably, that are Leeds fans who've been to every single match in all that time, in all my time as a Leeds fan, which is just absolutely amazing. And that's, that's one of the beauties of Leeds United Football Club is the Leeds United supporters, you know, such loyalty and faith and passion, dedication. I don't know how to do it. I really don't. And they're still doing it as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's really, there's no other fan base like it, is it, that have gone through such 
such roller coasters, really, you know, to have such incredible times and, and then such, such low, low times. Yeah. Don't know how we do it ourselves, but we do. <laughs> we do. And we, we've won relegation again. Excellent. So, yeah, I mean, so getting on to, to the great man, Marcelo Bielsa, you've put together an incredible book. It really is, well, it's like a feast. It's like I opened it up and I just fell in love with it. You know, every page is is a wonderful tribute. Um, how do you go about putting together a book like that? Because, you know, it's not just a, you know, conventionally written, you know, start to finish thing. It's it's just, yeah, it's just all in there and dumbled up and, and just just wonderful. Did, was that you, or, or how did that come? How did that get to put together? I'd like to say it was, I'd like to say it was all me, but in all honesty, no way. It was a, a great team effort. I, mean, I genuinely mean it. I, I don't know if I told you before, Rocco, but I do particularly enjoy when I'm writing. I particularly enjoy collaborating with other writers, whether they're new to the game or whether they've been in it for years. So, first of all, the idea came basically the day after. Marcelo had been sacked after the Spurs game, even though he'd been sacked before it, I think we all know. And I got a, a text message from Richard, I think you pronounce it, and they're the, basically the people who have published a book, and he says, do you fancy doing a book on Bielsa? And this was obviously about three years ago, but it uh, feels like it. But uh, yeah, so that's how it started, the idea from Rich, and then I, my imagination ran right a little bit. Then everything went quiet because of... Leeds recruiting new manager and they didn't want to upset and so it was thought probably prudent not to go ahead with the book until things are settled at Leeds United and then I got another text I think off Rich and he said yeah we're on again let's do it so I said great but I was a little bit worried because the time constraints were really hard I think because I think originally I had about maybe two months to get it done with and I thought there's no way I'm going to do that so a good friend of mine, Ian Thornton, Lee's, Lee's fan, over in Toronto, but he's from, from Britain. Lovely lad, very clever, much better writer than me. He's got a great CV as well of books, you know, not just football. Well, in fact, not football at all. So I asked him if he'd like to get involved. And full enough, well, obviously he said yes before I'd even finished the email, really. And then uh, he had a, a couple of good contacts. And next thing we know, hey, we've got a chance of going over to see Marcelo doing these seminars, coaching seminars in, over in Oslo, in Albany. And this was basically all started by Luscos, the Elise United Supporters Club of Scandinavia, etc. And they were holding a coaching seminar. Rather, they, they were involved with the Norwegian Coaching Association and a fantastic bloke there called Teddy Moon or Teddy Moen. Well, unfortunately, he's died since, and he's such a lovely bloke as well. So we've dedicated the book to him and to a couple of other people who we've lost in that time. And uh, it just, it just, it's such a fantastic team effort. Luscos gave us a go-ahead, so we got in touch with certain people who were in touch with Marcelo. Next thing, basically, we invited along. We've had to pay our own way, and we had to take a gamble, Ian and I, because obviously you either say yes straight away or you say no and then regret it but as everyone knows it's quite an expensive place and it wasn't cheap getting there as well so we, Ian and I both gambled quite a few quid but I, I'd like to say I'm glad we did it but if, if we hadn't have done it then the the book wouldn't have been anywhere near 
what it is now. And I think it won't be it wouldn't be as good as it is now as well, because it's got a lot of our thoughts and sentimental reasons for it. And yeah, we looked right in it as well. We just had a great laugh, me and Ian. So he's travelled from Toronto to Oslo and I've travelled from Leeds to Oslo. So we've both got our little adventures as well to write about, which you, you know in the, are in the book. And yeah, we we managed to meet Marcelo a few times, but also made great great contacts with other people, including Luscos and and Teddy. God rest his soul, and and also Marcelo's assistants like Lucas, who was really helpful, and Brian as well. There's a chap called Brian who 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 did all the translating on stage for Marcelo into English, not into Norwegian. And uh, we, uh, yeah, we, we got to hear from him as well. And he's a very stern character. He looks like a bit of a SAS almost, all black. He looks a bit like Captain, Captain Blackout, Captain Scarlet. And uh, yeah, quite stern and all. Very, very proficient and very disciplined. So it's it just a, a strange situation all the time. But Ian and I uh, got front row seats every time. We're just amazing. And so how, how, it must have been so interesting to hear Marcelo, you know, I mean, did you, did you feel like you learned things tactically? Yeah, you do. I mean, you can't not. It's because he's, it's not just, it's not just his imagination. He just is very, very uh, detailed with what he does. And he, he focuses on every minute aspect of the team and the training and the exercise and, and the discipline and etc and the tactics etc and it, it's i think hearing him t- talk to you and it's small audience all the time so yeah it's just amazing it was just uh, i don't know I, I i did get emotional quite a few times because uh, i think it's not just because of what i did for football but clearly this was a man who transcends transcends your normal manage, managerial qualities, a person who coaches a team, etc. This was a man who was better than football. He's better than Will. Politics, this guy. He's got it. He's just it. He knows what he wants. He knows what's right and what's wrong. He doesn't show disrespect. And I just thought, and we, we just thought, this man's just fantastic. Our club has just sacked him. It's you know, it, difficult to get over. So the more we're sitting there, I can't speak for Ian, obviously, but because I'm the only one talking, the more we, we sit there and watch, the more we're thinking, Christ, what, well, I wouldn't say Christ, what the hell have we done? What, what has our club done to us? We've built it all, built it all up, to deserve great credit for hiring Bielsa, his coaching staff. And then suddenly they've just thrown it in the bin and done the best to dismantle it and given us, well, what have they given us in following Marcelo? What sort of coaches have we had since then? It just went, everything went to pot. and. So that's always in your emotions as well. But you're also thinking, I'm sitting here. I am privileged to be sitting here, listening to this. And we're getting treated so well. I'm meeting Marcelo and, you know, so I hope we've got the emotions across in the book. That's that's what it's all about, isn't it? Your book is you. And when there's more of you, more, more than one of you, then it's just, I think it's, it makes for a more interesting read because you've got two points of view and two very different stories, but both really adulation of the former Leeds United manager. Yeah, so I'm probably getting a bit emotional now, really. It's just, yeah, it's just, it was, it was a great adventure and, you know, I'm very proud of it. Proud that we did it, but also proud that we produced a book out of it as well. And yeah. the fo- photos as well, provided by Andrew Valley. Everyone knows Andrew Valley. So we think we've just made a lovely little book 
Uh, you met that, you know, he told in the producers, you know, Richard and Lisa at Ace of Creative. It's just a, a fantastic sort of team effort. That's- yeah, it is. It, it's a big pleasure. It really is. Like my my books are sort of like a more attritional tribute in, in terms of like going through the ups and downs of the matches. But this is just like a pure celebration of him and and more importantly, what he meant to the people, really, like the things that really struck me, what really got me, then like I, I'm feeling emotional talking about it is the stories that are in that book that people, I guess people sent into you, like the one about the little boy wanting the, wanting the picture signed and, and Marcella wouldn't do it unless, <laughs> unless yeah. the boy sounded as well. I mean, it, it's just unbelievable, isn't it? Listen, that? That's it, it sticks. So that's it, Rocker. I mean, we, we have Sticks to thank as well, even though it wasn't at the club at the time because he'd been put on guarding leave, I believe, whatever crap they want to call it. But Sticks, thankfully, was had really good rapport with Marcelo when he was at Ellen Road and Park Patch. So we have a lot to thank Sticks for him putting us in touch with Marcelo. And yeah, those stories are all true. Yeah, the it was the idea of the publishers again and uh, that we should get people to send in the messages so i think there was a limited time where people could send in their personal messages to marcelo and then we got a few stories as well through and some good photos as well so yeah again it's not just our book we wanted to make a book that was for the leeds united community and those who miss marcelo were given a chance to you know express their own thoughts and sentiments in the book itself and with luck we hope buy the book as well because obviously that's what it's all about but yeah i mean book, books when you get people community involved they, they're brilliant there's not a lot of hard work to it because everyone's expressing everyone's pushing the same way promoting the same idea that you know this is just a tribute to a man that we we all effectively just bloody loved didn't we you know as a legion yeah, yeah, sorry sorry Rob, i would have done the same with don reevee but I was only nine at the time, so it was beyond me in those days. I, I, I was—I will come and ask you your highlight next, but I just wanted to ask what felt worse for you: the sacking or losing to Derby? Sacking, yeah. In all honesty, I thought we'd lose to Derby. We just, me and my mate Mark and Pete, we—I was together at the matches, and we weren't surprised. I don't know why, just weren't surprised, and then it was. Okay, it was severely disappointing, but then it was, you know, I'd rather lose in the semi than the final, and because we don't do playoff finals, do we? So, uh, yeah, so it, yeah, it's severely disappointing, but it was tempered by the fact that at least it wasn't the final. Yeah, we see so many disappointments like that on the pitch, you know, over the years, not not just nowadays, but in the seventies. So, and nothing will hurt me as much as nineteen seventy five, for instance. But the sacking, yeah, again. It feels like you're losing somebody. It really does. You know, it feels like you're in bereavement and you are grieving. And I, I don't, I don't say that lightly because obviously football is very important, but it's not as as important as friends and loved ones and family. Nevertheless, when somebody's sat, somebody you don't want to see go away, to see somebody sat like that, then it's uh, yeah, it's not a nice feeling at all. Yeah, it's a state of shock, really. I think yeah, something needed to change, but not nothing like that, not as drastic. And then when you when you hear certain things that happened within the club and how certain people were jealous of Marcelo or perhaps jealous of people who we had a good relationship with, while while they didn't. And so it's just like when when 
when you see a close to a football club, as a, a, either as a fan or a supporter or someone who has got people who they know in, in that football club, what, what you want is for everybody to be aiming for the same goal, to, to be working towards the same objectives to be successful. Yet when you hear about it and you've got a manager like Bielsa and then you realise there are people behind his back who are not, not targeting the same objectives or success, but they've been selfish or whatever, they've got these petty jealousies. When you realise that's going on, it makes you feel a little bit disgusted with that club. I've seen it before and I, I do believe we've seen it recently. So I'm hoping with the new ownership, who I don't know who, who it is yet, but I'm hoping whoever it is will take lessons on board from what's gone wrong when Marcelo was here. It wasn't Marcelo's fault that things went wrong. It was people above him and people behind the scenes who were working for the same objectives, in my humble opinion. But to answer your question again, I was very upset when Eddie Gray got sacked. I think that was like 1985 or 86. And that came as a shock as well. So, yeah, and that's what, 40 years ago nearly. So, yeah, that hurt more than any single match. And I, I think it always will do. I mean, I don't even like players leaving people like Calvin Phillips, but they do, unfortunately. And uh, that, that hurts a little bit more than a single match. But maybe that's just been a bit over-sentimental. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Highlight, highlight on the pitch under Bielsa. What, what was your favourite match or your favourite moment? Mm. Yeah, it's difficult because, unfortunately, a lot of good stuff happened in, during COVID. But, uh, so there was, there was, I think on our return to Ellen Road, after the COVID lockdown, I think we played Fulham. And I think we, we just, and that's when Mitrovic gave their white elbow in the face early on. And I think we just strolled to a 3 0 win. And I just thought then, I know the Swansea game away a couple of weeks later, Pablo getting the winner. I know a lot of people said that, that was it. But for me, the Fulham result proved to me that we were going up. But my favourite, I would probably say it's. There were so many great performances, let's be honest, and so many great individual performances, even from players who you thought were a little bit average. But Marcelo Bielsa's magic made them much better than average players. And the team, just a fantastic collection of great teamwork and team effort. But the highlight for me probably is Luke Bilgal, uh, which was, I think, the last game before the COVID lockdown. And that goal, I mean, that's one of the finest, and I think I said that in the book, actually, I think that's one of the finest goals I've ever seen live. I've you know, fortunate to be there, but I've seen some great goals in my time, but that was one of the best and, and certainly one of the most important as well. So I'd, I'd say that's my highlight, but there's so many, so many of them. And that's thanks to not only Bielsa, but his staff and also the players. And also, let's be fair as well, the supporters, you know, we, we make Ellen Road what it is. So when it's buzzing and when it's for the team and backing the, the team, etc., it's the best place to be. Definitely. And that's, it is a good choice that, you know, I wasn't expecting that, but, you know, that actually, yeah, thinking about it, that was a crescendo of Bielsa, wasn't it? You know, that, that's the last we saw of them and it, and it felt like they were going up. It was the fifth straight win. Like that was a real celebration, but it just ugh, breaks my heart to imagine that, but on promotion day, like, you know, imagining Ellen Road being there full, like, you know, getting promoted against whoever it may have been. Yeah, uh, yeah. and you'll never get that back like we might go up next season or in 10 seasons but it will never get that back yeah that Bielsa team that moment not being able to celebrate it well 
yeah, true. But then again, we might. And that's what you've got to look forward to. That's, that's part of football, isn't it? Supporting people. And you think, well, we'll hope you for the best times again. And hey, who knows? He hasn't died. True. I'm not, I'm not going to ask any more questions. I'm just going to presume that you know more than me. <laughs> no, I so. don't. I don't. But in all honesty, Rocco, mate, honestly, I mean, it's in the book as well, as, as you know, but we, we were able to add a, a few pages very late on before the book was printed. And so we've, I think Ian and both Ian and I have added some personal messages, a personal message to Marcella. And really all it is, is look, mate, we, the supporters didn't sack you. Most supporters would dearly love you to come back. Most supporters didn't want you to leave in the first place and to leave in that that way was terrible. We didn't have time to say goodbye. We didn't have time to celebrate the promotion either, but that's another matter. But uh, seriously, what what's to say he won't come back? I don't know. I don't I don't know his personal relationships with the people that are still at the club. This is assuming Radrissan is gone, and uh, obviously Victor Hart has gone as well. But who knows? Would he be open to it? Who knows? I I I don't want to offend anybody Uruguayan, but I hope I hope he flops there, and then we can go back and say, Marcelo, our door is always open. Yeah, which might be difficult if we've got a good manager in charge. But stuff it, never say never, mate. That's that's my yeah. idea. I did. I felt like this, and I know I wasn't the only one. This is in the nineteen seventies when there were rumours that Don Revie might come back, and then there was a rumour that he was going to be back at the club just as a consultant, which I think you probably call a director of football now. So it never existed in those days, but that never yeah. happened either. But I think we know why now. But yeah, I'm hoping. I'm, I'm not going to slag off. Radizani, but I'm hoping the new owners will show a little bit more respect to the legacy of the club, also to the supporters as we are, and also look to be more ambitious and more realistic, and also not look for the spotlight or the limelight as much. And I just hope they hire, hire well, buy better players, and get a good enough manager and coaching staff who can bring the best out of a team that wants to battle and that, so we can get back into the Premier League as soon as possible really. That, a clean slate for me, I hope, for the new owners but it's a long way and we never seem to do it easy at least do we? I mean, but surely it can't be 16 years again, God forbid. It's been it's been multiplying by two every every time we've gone down, isn't it? It's the last like, however many years. So I'm hoping it's now going to start dividing maybe Maybe by 16. Hope so. Hope so. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you know, just, you know, uh, the final word on the book is that it is absolutely magnificent and, and everybody listening, every single Leeds fan should own that book. There's absolutely no question about it. It's it's a wonderful piece of work. So well done to you and, and everyone. It's fantastic. I, I absolutely love it. Thanks, mate. I really appreciate that. And yeah, it's like I say, mate, it's, it's for the fans. And it's by a, lot, a few fans as well, but it is for the fans and it's just a thank you and a tribute to a great man. And yeah, please do buy it, but at least borrow it. <laughs> you don't want to buy it. And tell your friends uh, it's how good it is. And if you don't like it, don't tell anybody. And so like looking forward, I believe, have you got another one coming out soon? A memorabilia book? Well, I say, we say soon. I don't really know, Rocker, when it's out. But yeah, I've been working hard on that. Again, with a team of co-authors really so that's going to be interesting it's it's been a heavy hard job with so much memorabilia of the since the formation in 1919 of Leeds United really so yeah 
that's been a hell of a project. It's not over yet, you know, not finished yet. But I'm hoping that'll be out this year, yeah. And obviously working on the Eddie Gray film, No Footprints in the Snow, and also I've got a few other things in the pipeline, which I'm trying to get off the ground, which I, I can't really talk about, but very exciting if if anything comes off. So, yeah, really, really yeah. pleased to be on with it, mate. And this is what helped me as well, seriously, get over the relegation. I just got back to working as ASAP. And it just it finally, it does slowly, but surely does lift the gloom out of your head. It's, uh, man, man, it was grim. It is grimmer than I expected, you know. Just felt yeah. it miserable. Yeah. So I won't be watching Match of Day for a long time again. No, no, I was the same. I, yeah, when you throw yourself into, because I'm, I'm writing about the, the, the Riviera at the moment. And like, yes. I, I, I've not really done anything for quite a while on it. And then after relegation, I sort of threw myself into it because it does sort of transport you back into a different era. And it does, I don't know, it just, it, 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 it makes it, I don't know, I guess it makes you sort of step back from it a minute and for a minute and sort of appreciate that, you know, things do, you know, it comes, things come around and yeah, it's just a, a bad thing that's happened, but you know, bad things usually precede good things for us, don't they? So hopefully we don't have to wait too long, like you say. Yeah, that's it. That's what it's all about. I just need to sort of set up again and get started again i mean just start again and fight again do that and get things right you know get you get your your men in the right etc everybody fight for the same cause none of this bullshit you know I, I don't want i don't want such and such to do well because it means i won't get as much credit as i think i deserve all a lot of crap so much of that from so many years we should have been building on the fantastic achievement of promotion last time but We've let it go, so we'll have to just try again. That's all I can say. Yeah. This, exactly. this, this one thing, there's one thing constant with Legion United, and that's the supporters. Simple as that. Yeah, and we'll still be there. Yeah. Paying their wages. Yeah. Great. Well, it's been wonderful to talk to you as always. And yeah, best of luck for the, for the upcoming projects. Congratulations again. And uh, yeah, hopefully see you soon. Yeah, thanks, mate. And all the best for your projects as well. Thanks for this and thanks for the invitation. Really enjoyed it. My pleasure. Thank you. Okay, mate. Network.